Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne. Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Hey everybody, it's Monday. Happy Monday. Welcome to the week. Thank you for showing up. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That is Bradley Trainer. We like to start every show by uh, giving you the three things we think that you need to hear so you can be in the know today. We call it the three at 1203. Give me three. You got it. It's the three. I'll need three things. At 1203. Three. That's a magic number. They're going to be talking about three things. It is. It's the magic number. What does it all mean? And here it is behind door number one. Ooh, look behind this door and you'll see. A sexy young man named Nick Jonas talking about his new bride-to-be. Okay, so we have not talked about Jonas for a while. That's the name nickname we give to Nick Jonas and Priyanka Chopra. Mm-hmm. They're getting married, and um, it's really amazing. But here's the thing. It's all a sham and a lie. And um, I would like to use our first piece of audio as evidence number item one. How did you meet? Uh, well, we met through a friend, um, so we got connected first over text, and uh, we started talking for a while, and it was about six months before we met up in person, uh, and then we actually attended the Met Gala a few years ago together. Oh, yeah. Uh, had a great time, but it just, just you know, friends. just friends, and our lives were kind of taking us to different places, and the thing that was funny is people would ask us, you know, both in sort of an interview setting and in private, uh, are you guys seeing each other, and the answer was no, and people thought we were being coy, and so did we. Until we cut to now we're engaged, so the story sort of wrote itself. <laughs> um, yeah, like oops, yeah. But you know, we we then met up a couple months ago, I think five months ago now, and um, and it was kind of immediate, and we I think we just knew it was right and jumped right in, and we're very happy. Oh, it's fantastic! Is that the weirdest clip ever for yeah. somebody explaining how they met the person that allegedly they love so much they're going to marry? That was like the most. Like, um, clinical explanation of, uh, well, it was about six months uh, before where we were texting one another, and then it just happened that we decided in the last five months that we were going to get married. Can what? can you can we play what? just the beginning of that again? What? Because I want you, there was a very subtle, subtle noise that he made that tipped me off that everything that he said after it was going to be BS. Listen very closely to just the very beginning. How did you meet? Uh, well, we met there through a is. friend. Um, so uh, got- well, uh, which just tells me, like, I've rehearsed this a lot, but in order to make it sound spontaneous, I'm going to stammer just 
So, because that was the biggest load of crap. And well, also we met through a friend. You mean you met through some sort of uh, celebrity um, agent? Right? Person? Is the friend like, somebody on your great payroll? Idea if you two would uh, get together for the purposes of publicity. Anyway, this relationship is a total sham. And we now have the audio evidence to prove it. If you were getting married to someone that you loved after meeting only five months ago, you'd be head over heels. You'd be I like, mean, you'd be jumping on couches. Thank you, yes, Tom Cruise. Yes. Everybody unless, knows that. Oh, well, wait. No, actually, that's not a good example. <laughs> Moving on. Behind door number two. Let's see what we've got. Um, oof. Okay. So Serena Williams mm-hmm. at a moment. Mm-hmm. let us say, and uh, was penalized for it. Let's listen to a mashup of the audio, which caused quite a stir. I don't have any code, and I know you don't know that, and I understand why you may have thought I, that was coaching, but I'm telling you, it's not. I don't cheat to win. I'd rather lose. I'm just letting you know. I have never cheated in my life. I have a daughter, and I stand what's right for her, and I've never cheated. And you owe me an apology. And are you going to give me my apology? Code violation, verbal abuse, gang penalty, Mrs. Williams. Are you kidding me? Because I said you're a thief. Because you stole a point from me. But I'm not a cheater. But why would you guys told you to apologize to me? This is, this is out of the any of the referee. No, I don't know the reason because if I say a simple thing, a thief because he stole a stuff mm-hmm. what do you what do you think you know it's funny because donna just asked me as i was leaving or mm-hmm. she was we were switching studios yeah. she said do you think that she was out of line or do you do you think she was just like having a moment of unraveling mm-hmm. or do you agree with her mm-hmm. that's why i was asking what do you think because i to me mm-hmm. I, to me i'm like yeah no i think she's right and i think she's standing up for it and i think people are um, saying she's, I, I think it's almost worse in terms of people's reaction to her because she's a woman. Because men have done the exact same thing and argued with, um, are they refs or umps? Anyway, with authorities in tennis matches. And we've just sort of like moved on with our lives. You know, I will say I'm not a tennis expert. I don't understand the sport. I don't know the rules. I know that sports have very specific rules. And in this particular case, I'm sure they had a case to make. The The question, I think, is whether or not there is a double standard. And it appears that a lot of people feel that like there is a significant double standard. And I think that that seems like a valid criticism. I also think that, you know, somebody needs to take responsibility for their own actions. And if she feels compelled to apologize for her behavior or 
you know, talk about it, that's fine. I, what I will say is not being a keen um, viewer of Serena Williams career is that I feel like she has gotten um, treated differently for a number of years about a number of different things, mm-hmm. whether because of her race in her sport or whether because of her gender in her sport. Um, I mean, we were just talking about an issue that the French seem to have with an outfit that she wore. Yeah. So I feel like it is, it is fair to say that Serena Williams has faced a double standard a number of times. And I'm sure this particular outburst, which, you know, um, may not may have run afoul of a particular rule, that outburst may, uh, you know, have come from a deep place that has been, you know, brewing for a long time. Well, yeah, like it almost was like the the straw that broke the camel's back. And to your point, Bradley, I mean, I, I have a rudimentary understanding of what went wrong that kind of was that straw that broke the camel's back. But I think you do need to take a step back when it comes to Serena Williams and look at the entire constellation of... of um, of adversity she has faced in in recent years uh, because I think it is all part of the same story. If you just look at it as an isolated incident, um, you could form one opinion, but you're right. She has in recent weeks and months been under fire for any number of reasons. Well, and I will say, too, of this particular issue, um, and I'm certainly not the only one to say it, but I noticed uh, I've noticed that some of the people that have spoken out about the way that Serena Williams has been treated is not even necessarily to pick apart the issue in particular. That is the penalties lodged against her, but the coverage of this particular incident and how terms like hysterical are used as descriptors for her um for her outburst or yeah. for this incident in such a way that it would never be applied to men. So it's not even necessarily that, you know, um, she shouldn't have been penalized or that, th- that the very specifics are wrong. Again, I'm, I don't know the sport, mm-hmm. but that in the following coverage of it, it is clear that women are held to a different standard. And I mean, you don't need to look any further as like Billie Jean King, you know, uh, to see that that's the case. Yeah, she's weighed in and, and has spoken like beautifully about her feelings about how this is being covered. Yeah. And I will say, I have not done exhaustive research on this, but I do not believe that John McEnroe has ever been labeled as uh, hysterical. And yeah. he would have outbursts on the regular. So, moving on. Here's what we have for you behind door number three. Boy, the news is heavy today in entertainment land, y'all. Uh, and um, we learned this morning of Les Moonves' departure from CBS. And uh, this is Nora O'Donnell from CBS This Morning talking about her reaction to this news. And I really didn't know what I was going to say this morning. I need, know I needed to say something. So Gail and I have, have talked and texted and, um, and I said, you know, Gail, I'm kind of looking back to November when we dealt with accusations against our former co-host. And Gail sort of said, yeah, but, you know, I didn't think we'd still be the story in September. Right. And 10 months later, we're, we're still talking about this. But here's what I said back then, and I think it still holds, and I want to say it again. There is no excuse for this alleged behavior. It is systematic and it is pervasive in our culture. And this I know is true to the core of my being. Women cannot achieve equality in the workplace or society until there is a reckoning and a taking of responsibility. So I'm really proud to work here at CBS News. Uh, This has hurt morale, but there are some really, really good people that come to work every single day. As a journalist, 
I'm confident that the truth is going to come out because this is being investigated. There are two prominent investigations going on by some really good lawyers, and this has to end, and um, the story will continue. Oof. I mean, once again, she she um, she alluded to the fact that they'd been ha- that they had to have a similar moment on air after Charlie Rose was let go from uh, CBS Sunday morning or Sunday, CBS this morning uh, after allegations against him. Now, Les Moonves, um, we had heard a whole different story uh, come Friday that they were kind of negotiating his exit Sunday night. He stepped down. So, uh, and there, we will talk about this in greater detail a little bit later in the show about some more allegations that have sort of been rolled oh, yeah, out the, in front of us. Very allegations that led to him stepping down unceremoniously last night. And I will say there's been some news reporting this morning that is even more shocking in terms of how um, this has all played out. And I'm I'm telling you, CBS, uh, and I, you know, I'm sure um, Noro, it's Noro Donnell. Yes. That we just heard, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. So I'm sure that Nora O'Donnell, uh, you know, didn't necessarily know this information when when she made her statement. But it looks like CVS negotiated this in such a way as to um, prevent any of us from learning what their investigation actually mm-hmm. results in. Um, so, yeah, we'll have a lot of, of conversation on this, certainly when Elizabeth brings a dirt alert in just a few moments and then later in the show um we'll dig even deeper into it yes when we come back elizabeth reese will be bringing all the dirt from hollywood with a dirt alert on my talk 1071 this is a my talk dirt alert elizabeth reese has brought a lot of dirt with her because that's so what hollywood dirty. is offering oh, today oh i'm glad i'm at 820 i had a technical malfunction so i'm glad here i don't have that no malfunctions no malfunctions speak of. that we know of les moonvez out at cbs mm-hmm. this is a big Bye. story today and it is a huge fall from grace he is one of the most powerful moguls in the media business, and now he's out. He was once regarded as um, a creative executive with few equals, is what Deadline is reporting, and now it's complicated. Um, he's 68 years old. He finalized his exit today after weeks of speculation about his face fate as chairman and CEO of CBS, and now CBS is appearing eager to tort- sort of publicly distance itself from Les Moonves. They already pulled his bio from the corporate website. And um, he was, interestingly, he was an actor at the beginning. Did you know that? No. He had minor roles in shows like Canon and The Six Million Dollar Man. Well, it turns out he's still an actor because yeah. he was trying to act mm. like a decent person. Well, I yeah. And, guess. Uh, yeah, I guess. Um, and there have been lots of allegations of inappropriate sexual behavior during his time at CBS. You know, I think... It's not necessarily that surprising in terms of the Charlie Rose situation that if this behavior is allowed at a certain level, that generally you've got it going up until the top, right? I mean, look at Roger Ailes. at. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Fox, but it is a new day, and he is done. Um, I will... He left with quite a bit of change. I mean, it was like oh, a lot you mean of money. money. Well, yeah. and oh. a lot of that's up in doubt, or up in doubt, up in uh, the air in terms of there's like a holdback trust. But what's so fascinating about this is, um, and you touched on it just a moment ago, talking about CBS pulling his image. Yeah. There will be a concern, lest you believe. Lest. Lest you believe <laughs> that um, this is some sort of, like CBS is having some sort of reckoning or coming to terms with an institutional uh, crisis that has been allowed to fester for decades. They're removing his image. They're not going to, you know, put him in the forefront. They're not going to acknowledge publicly all the stuff. In fact, one of the things I read just before coming on air was that there is a concerted effort. There was a concerted effort in the negotiating of the, him leaving mm-hmm. uh, that they would not speak publicly about the investigation that's currently underway in terms of results, which means we won't know details. Mm-hmm. We won't know if. Uh, witnesses, corroborated evidence, that kind of thing. So it's like, it's just protecting itself. So we're not really making any step forward because as Gretchen Carlson talks about, and a lot of other women in particular who have dealt with workplace harassment say that the non-disclosure is the big problem. That that is what allows this type of behavior to continue. And, um, you know, again, this all has to do with six women raising new assault and harassment claims. And again, you know, and I've said that, I think I said this very thing when we heard from um, the accusers of Harvey Weinstein, where there are six, there are likely seven. Yeah. There are likely 67. Exactly. I was was just saying like, you know, just because we've only heard from six does not mean that is the end. Yeah. And I I just, just to make the point, like I, I do believe that if there's six, there are likely 60 in the sense that, Six is like is like a pathological, not mm-hmm. just the number, but mm-hmm. multiples, you know, one, two, maybe also shocking and totally inappropriate. But six is like institutional. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. like a right. well, what do I always right. say about cheating? If someone tells you they cheated on you once, they really mean nine times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I came up with that number. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think and you should run I'm with sticking it. Yes. To it. Yeah. I think that's right. OK, let's go into happier news. John Legend, EGOT status. Buddy, I kind of love this. Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, Tony. There you go. In a sea of doo doo, it's really nice to see that it is some really people nice. Can surf their way above it. He won his Emmy at the Creative Arts Emmys on Sunday, and it is for his role in Jesus Christ Superstar Live. He, Andrew Lloyd Webber, and Tim Rice all became became EGOT winners with this win, making them the 13th, 14th, and 15th people in history to earn all of those major accolades. But of course, it is particularly uh, monumental for John Legend, who is now the first black man to earn that status. That's amazing. Now, for those of you who may not know what EGOT is. Oh, sure. Emmy, Emmy, Grammy, Grammy, Oscar, Oscar, Tony. Tony, They've Mm -hmm. won all of those awards. You have to win one of each. You know, John Legend is doing okay. He has 10 Grammys. (laughs) He has an Oscar for Best Original Song for Glory. And then a co-producing Tony for Best Revival of a Play for the Broadway show Jitney 
in 2017. Mm. But this is very exciting. Yeah, that's awesome. I know. I love John Legend. I once saw him walking his dogs in New York. Really? And I was like, oh, oh, oh. There he he started panting what, like did one you, of the dogs. Like yeah. I saw, um, I walked by Anderson Cooper once when he was walking oh, down the street. Oh, that's fun. Small. So, tiny, oh, yeah. John tiny. Legend was tiny. Tiny. And then he had two, I think he had two dogs. I was with my <laughs> sister. We were like, there's John Legend. But that's what happens in New York. I always see celebrities in New yeah. York. Because there's just nowhere to go, guys. I, you know, it's not funny, like they're LA. They're not in their cars. I don't see celebrities in Seriously? New York. No, the reason why is because you don't, I, you don't notice them. That's true. But I, um, like, I once saw Tyra Banks and she was like holding court in a, um, in a courtyard, holding court oh, in a courtyard with all these people. Um, there are there are several other celebrities that I've seen, just by happenstance. Yeah, yeah. just like yeah. at restaurants because there's not that much square footage, guys, yeah. and then people have to walk to get places. But I just feel like you don't. Sometimes you just don't even notice them. Like I've told you before, like if you saw Rob Lowe in person, I guarantee you, you would not realize immediately that it was Rob Lowe. Why not? Yeah, I promise not. you. If you were in line at Target with him, you would not. You'd be. You might think that he looked vaguely like Rob Lowe. Were you guys watching the Nicki Minaj Cardi B oh. um, altercation over the weekend? Oh I wish gosh. that these two, this wouldn't have happened I mean, with Cardi B because I'm like, I like her, and then I feel like this got this gets real. This is not good. Well, as far as I'm concerned, the day that Nicki Minaj walks away from one of these experiences looking like the adult, something has <laughs> Something's changed. Something's wrong. Right? Mm-hmm. In the meantime, though, uh, Cardi B's $36 Tom Ford lipstick is already sold out. Okay, can we talk about my fundamental issue with this lipstick? It's shimmery blue. cobalt blue. It's blue. I know. It will make you look like a dead person. Exactly. I don't need that. I don't need it's help with that. You guys. Thank you very much. I already much. struggle with that when I don't have makeup right. on. <laughs> oh, Elizabeth, thank you so much for Thanks. all that delicious dirt. You can catch our next Dirt, dirt Alert Bye. at 520 Sierra and Twin Cities Live at 3. And we need a caller to play our 30-second pop culture challenge, 651 107, 130 seconds, five pop culture questions, get them all right, you'll win a prize. We're going to give you 30 seconds to answer five pop culture questions. If you get them all right, you'll win a prize on the Colleen and Bradley Show on MyTalk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, everything project down and dirty tickets go on sale on Thursday. Do not forget that. Thank you very much. Uh, Right, right now, it is time for our 30-second pop culture challenge. 30-second pop culture challenge. Who's on the phone today, Colleen? We've got Keith on the line. And Bradley, what is Keith playing for today? Let's see here. Today, Keith is playing for a pair of run of engagement movie passes to see A Simple flav- Favor, starring Anna Kendrick and Blake Lively, coming to theaters September 14th. All right, the timer will begin after I ask the first question. Are you ready? Yes. Here we Okay. Little Monsters are the fans of which singer? Pass. Who directed the movie The Sixth Sense? Bruce Willis. Nope. Um, pass. Pennywise the Clown is the villain from what movie? Yes. Debbie Harry is the lead singer of what band? You say Debbie Harry? Yep. Uh, six. <laughs> Who is Bl- uh, Miley Cyrus's godmother? Oh, oh Keith. God, Keith. How, that you didn't of, win. He did not win. At no. all. I feel like Keith, you know, could do better tomorrow. I think he should maybe. call back. Yeah. Thanks, Keith. Yeah, maybe. Which ones did he miss again? Did he get Most the... Most of them. Little, okay, Little Except Monsters. Except for one. Yeah. So you got one right, didn't okay. you? Okay. Yeah. So, Little Monsters are the fans of which singer? 
Lady Gaga. Who directed the movie The Sixth Sense? Not Bruce Willis, but M. Night Shyamalan. He got Pennywise. Uh, Debbie Harry is the lead singer for? Blondie. Um, you can call me, call me anytime. Who is Miley Cyrus's godmother? Dolly Parton. Parton, I think it's pronounced. Mm-hmm. Thank you, though. Yes. Uh... Well, if you think you can do better, you can try. I mean, you probably can. Every day we do it at 1230 at the Colleen and Bradley show. It's Not the that 30 he didn't try his best. Pop culture challenge. Hey, I mentioned this right when we came back from break, but I want to mention, I want to give it its due do before it. we uh, start to solve some mysteries. Mm. Thursday is a very big day. It is. At 9 a.m. on Thursday, this Thursday, tickets go on sale for Project Down and Dirty comedy yes so all you have to do is go to mytalk1071.com keyword comedy and there are two levels of tickets for 35 dollars you can get the general admission tickets for 75 dollars you can get vip tickets what does vip mean you ask very important listener of mytalk1071 yes uh the vip tickets are in the first three rows and it includes a one hour meet and greet with the mytalk host one hour after the show does that mean they get to meet and greet with us for a whole hour for a whole hour they can meet and greet just no time touching okay yes allegedly uh that okay so again thursday 9 a.m put it on your calendar get ready because that's when you can start purchasing your tickets to project down and dirty comedy uh at uh mystic lake casino it's gonna be fun all right now that we've done all of that now we can go solve mysteries and we do that in the form of blind items that holly has brought for us in this segment we call blinded by the item Let's get in the crazy days and nights mystery machine. Let's do it. Yeah, come on, gang, and let's solve this blind item. It has to do with an A-list celebrity and her sister-in-law. Ooh, fun. An A-list celebrity and her sister-in-law, the subjects of this blind item from crazydaysandnights.net. If you are this A-list celebrity, is it creepy to be using the same surrogate as your sister-in-law? Hmm. Oh, does that mean um, one of... uh, well, wait, who would that be? Is it a Kardashian related? Uh, okay. Yeah, for a hot moment, I was going down that road as well, but then it didn't make sense with the A-list celebrity using the same surrogate as her sister-in-law. Now, I'm going to give you a hint okay. that this kind of goes down a conspiracy theory rabbit hole meaning and has not been confirmed in public oh, that the sister-in-law oh, oh. used a surrogate. Mm. No, no. Beyonce. Okay, can I ask a question? Because you said celebrity, which indicates that it's not an actress, it's not a singer. Right. That means it's probably a reality television person or someone who has made their name through non-traditional means. Well, they've made their name by marrying someone who is a celebrity. They are celebrities of a different kind. People who are famous, not for necessarily their talents, but for their birthright. Oh, for their birth. Oh, Royals. Yes. Royals. Yes. Oh, yes. Meghan Markle. Meghan Markle. Kate Mid. No. Who had a. Whoa. Sur- wow. What? Kate Middleton was Whoa. a surrogate. What? Had a surrogate. Wow. Read the blind item, girl. Yeah, this is a rabbit hole. If you are Meghan Markle, is it creepy to be using the same surrogate as your sister-in-law, Kate Middleton? I mean, what's creepy is that Kate Middleton had a surrogate? 
I mean, it would explain how great she looked right after. Also, but what about her hyperemesis? Oh, yeah, but hear me out on this. The extreme morning that sickness. That, to me, explains... Why we didn't see ex- her. Thank you. You yes, read my mind. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Oh, my God. Can I ask a question? Sure. Are you drunk? Me? Holly. Oh. No. Is this the first time we've read such a blind item? I'm just trying to get to the bottom of this because this seems shocking and I've never heard such hints. I think this is the first time that we've read a blind item about this conspiracy theory via crazydaysandnights.net. Now, I've seen this conspiracy on the Internet before, meaning that Kate Middleton is actually not physically carrying her children herself. Rather, she's outsourcing that to another individual. Look at this. You type in the words Kate Middleton surrogate. And going back to 2016, celebrity conspiracy theories, Kate Middleton's surrogate pregnancy. Wow. Yeah. I want, I mean, can you imagine? I bet that this, if that's real, the surrogate has their own like wing of the palace and they just get to be like royal adjacent for the full nine months. I mean, that's amazing. So here's my question. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Actually, it's not a question. It's an observation. Okay. I, I didn't go to journalism school, so I don't know words. Um, I think technically, because w- what I would say is, well, if it doesn't look like her, right? But she could have had her egg implanted in the surrogate, right? That's what a surrogate right, is. Right, that's what right? a surrogate is. But, mm-hmm. but I mean, there could have been that... Well, what do you call it then when somebody gives birth to... Like there's... Okay, so So like if I go to a woman and she has... It's her egg. Mm-hmm. That's still a surrogate. It's just not your egg. Correct. So what I'm saying is, even if her child looks like her, it doesn't mean that it couldn't be a surrogate. Correct. Yeah. What you just said. Thank you. Yeah. Ooh, moving yeah. on. Because that would be the tell. Are we already moving on? Well, do you still want to talk Can about Can we just put a pin in that? Because I feel like that deserves... Well, I think we need to research that further yes. and really go That's down that shocking. rabbit Yeah, Yeah, we'll go down the rabbit hole at a later mm-hmm. date. But in the meantime, in between time, we've got another blind item from crazydaysandnights.net having to do with a foreign-born former A-list singer and also a former A-plus-list tweener Turned A minus B plus list, mostly movie actor. That's so many words. That's a lot. I I know it's It's a lot of words, but I think that you guys are going to get this pretty much right away. Mm -hmm. Here's your blind item from crazydaysandnights.net. File this under it only happened in her drug addled mind. I'm not sure the point of her doing this, but it didn't happen. This foreign born former A minus list singer turned mess of an adult who still somehow has a several million dollar a year job did not hook up with this former A plus list tweener turned A minus B plus list mostly movie actor. Her people leaked it. I don't understand why. Mel, Mel B, B Zac and Zach Efron. Efron. Because I saw this headline today and I melted all the way down. Please fill in the blank. Yes. Uh, I'm not sure what the point of her doing this is, but it didn't happen. Mel B did not hook up with Zac Efron. Mel B's people leaked the story, and I don't understand why. Because she needs to draw attention away from uh, every other bad news story that she's attached to of late. Not uh, yeah. paying her bills. And, I mean... What it, else were we just talking about her last week for? Uh, she was going to rehab for... Sex addiction. S- sex addiction or post-traumatic stress. or it, the, the story was muddled. Well, and nobody really ever got to the bottom of it. Well, she said she didn't. And then we were like, yeah. well, wait a minute. 
then why are we talking about you going to rehab if you didn't? But I or, thought she was going to go, and then she said she didn't go. Yeah, it, it just was very confusing, and nobody called her out on it, and then it just sort of fizzled, and now we're here, where she has told us today that she and Zac Efron hooked up. After, uh, I will get to this later, but being like exchanging flirty messages on a dating app. Well, has Zac Efron said, like, hey, stop lying about that? We didn't do that. Not yet. Okay. Is that one confirmed, Holly, or is that one? That is not confirmed. Okay. Yeah, well, it's a matter of time. Okay. Oh, we don't have time for one more, we do we? We don't, unfortunately. Ding, ding it. Ding, ding it. When we come back, there's something that is working my last nerve. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. I'll say two words. And this should get you where you need to be. Sexy grandmas. Ew. What? We'll be back. Gross. I know. I know. After this on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Oh, it's working my last nerve, y'all. Oh uh, this is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Streaming live. So hysterical. At MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Don't get Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, and uh Sexy Grandmas. Okay. It's what? It's working my last nerve. Listen, I'm telling you, you getting on my last nerve. Colleen and Bradley present. Working my last nerve. You are stepping on my last nerve. Okay, why are sexy grandmas working your last nerve, weirdo? Generally speaking, the act of being a good-looking grandmother or a, uh, you know, nay, or shall I say sexy grandmother, that, like, doesn't bug me. But here's what bugs me. Publications highlighting sexy grandmas. Specifically... <laughs> this is a Specifically, problem? it is. Specifically in... in Observance of National Grandparent Day, which yesterday apparently it was. Okay. A grandparently yeah. it was. Yeah. Yesterday was National Grandparent Day. Like it would be Mother's Day or Father's Day, or whatever. It was Grandparents Day. So Hollywood Life, that publication, uh, gives me this headline National Grandparents Day, Chris Jenner, Goldie Hawn, and more sexy grandmas in Hollywood. And I'm like, what? Since when do we celebrate the parents of people with children by calling them sexy or highlighting how sexy they are? Yeah. And what about all the the non-sexy grandparents who are like, I wanted to be honored today, too, but I'm just not sexy enough. Womp, womp. Like Roseanne Barr. I bet she's a grandparent, but she didn't get honored because she wasn't sexy. So you feel bad for Roseanne Barr. I just that was the only example I could think of. I'm trying to figure out what is your actual beef. Is the beef that you don't want to think about sexy grand people? They can be sexy. I don't care. That's just similarly. Um, the way I would like to be celebrated on Mother's Day is not to be on a list of sexy people. Actually, that wouldn't be so bad. But if I you don't were like, on, yeah. <laughs> Headline I don't, news. 
If you were on a list of sexy moms, you'd be like, "Am I good? I made the list I of mean, sexy moms. That so would hot. It would be a flipping miracle to begin with, but that is neither here nor there. My point is, that's just not like we're not on a day where you're celebrating. So, what do you want them to be like? like here's this, the frumpy here's a really grannies like, with walkers. Here's a grandmother who really loves her grandchildren. Oh, please, have you met the media? Like, why are you uh, yes. incensed about something that is so? Like, what? What because do you expect so from our world? There's so many other real things to be incensed about that this actually feels good. I mean, do that's you see a fair, what I mean? That's a fair point. I just don't feel like. I feel like it's actually like, you know, maybe we would have acknowledged sexy grandpas before, but now we're acknowledging sexy grandmas. So that's I like also progress. I acknowledge sex, sexy grandpas. Well, okay. Here is the thing that I would take issue with. Not that old people can't be sexy. Because no, I feel like you have to. Can. I'm not saying you're saying mm-hmm. that. However, when you take issue with sexy grandmas, I think people are like, well, Grandmas aren't just all a bunch of fuddy-duddy, dusty old, you know, crones that are sitting, you know, uh, on plastic furniture, um, which I think is awesome because in this day and age, you know, I mean, Ariana Grande someday is going to be a grandma, mm-hmm. you know? Anyway, the issue that I would take is that you're somehow sexualizing grandma. Yes. And it's in the same vein as sexualizing, like, moms. Or sexualizing dads, but it's also just something we do. Like, I think it's just a shout out to like sexy old people, but that's right. the language people use. It's do you know what I mean? Of, so, like, yeah, when they're no, like, I get what you're dad, saying. Like, like, look at that hot daddy. Look at that hot m- mommy. mommy. No, but they, there's another word for that that people use. Yes, there M is. To the I we, to the L to the F, right? Yeah, it is sort of like how we can't not make things sexual in our culture. For example, Halloween is coming up. You can be anything you want. Make it sexy. It's even better. Would you like to know who's on the sexy grandparent list? Well, can I guess? Sorry, the sexy mo- grandmother list. Yeah. Um, well, I already gave you two freebies. Who did you give me? Chris Jenner. Okay, Chris Jenner. Um, also, I don't know. Who's sexy? Okay, old? I gave you... The second one I gave you was uh, Goldie Hawn. I mean... So that's the second sexy I grandma. Need to look up. Okay, Diana Ross. Sure. She's a sexy grandma. Tina Knowles. Also, what does sexy mean? Like, I want to have the sex with the person. I don't person. know. Again, so when you're saying I'm not sexy sure. grandma, do you mean like do I? Do you want me to read? Oh God! Oh God! What? Oh God! What? Kill what? it with fire! Oh. What did you just see? I'm sorry. What? Don't type sexy grandma <laughs> into Google. Or should you? No. Don't do it. Hold on. I. Oh, oh. <laughs> Something happened that you can't. Uh, did you unsee. look at the images, no, Bradley? No, thank God. Also, the words were enough. Oh, these are all fine. They're all PG thirteen. Excuse me. <laughs> Do you see the words I'm looking at? I'm not looking at the words. I'm looking at the images, and it's just people in swimsuits. It's fine. I'm not doing it. I will tell you. <laughs> that oh, oh, I'm God. troubled. I'm troubled at this le- this Hollywood life list of sexy grandmas because, um. Priscilla Presley is on the list. Have you seen her recently? <laughs> Sorry, I have to put this away. He's still looking at sexy grandmas on Google Images. Uh, Priscilla Presley, okay. Yes. I Rock mean, on. Sh- th- I don't know. I thought that's what you were reacting to when you were having that reaction. I'm just saying. Sexy granny. I just think there's a weird, because of our like weird repressed society that we live in, it's a little awkward to connect 
you know, loving images of grandma to sex. I think that's kind of part of it. Like, I'm not saying that older women, women of a certain age can't be sexy. Of course they can be sexy. It's using those two words next to each other. Like, to me, my grandma was a comforting source who yeah, but often she liked would a little make... brown chicken, brown cow. You never know. Okay. I'm just saying I she was a, a was person I was going to with... talk about how we made chocolate chip cookies together. <laughs> In her kitchen. Okay, I was not trying to go down Just that wait road. wait till the sun went down and okay, then she was making something else with Grandpa. Stop it. Mashed stop potatoes. It. Okay, I'm mm. done. What? Mashed potatoes. I mean, do you, guys, you guys are proving my point. that there, this, That's what's working my last nerve. Also, sadly, didn't realize that yesterday was Grandparents' Day. Apologies. I, that shouldn't. I to mean, my children's grandparents. That shouldn't be a thing, actually, because that's called Mother's Day and Father's Day. I know. Day. I celebrate them on that day. Yeah. Okay, good. I'm glad to hear that you're fine with that. Although... Because then, like, where is my left-handed homosexual day? Oh, actually, Bradley. It's funny you should say that. It is... It's actually in November. Is it really? Yes. Mm-hmm. What day? It's the. Th- it's always calendar. the third Sunday in November. Okay. <laughs> Just so you homosexual. know. Yep. Um, by the way, if you want more humor like that... Don't type... Sexy Don't do that. into your Google search box. Instead, go to mytalk1071.com keyword comedy because on Thursday morning at 9 o'clock, tickets go on sale for Project Down and Dirty Comedy Show. And uh, again, Thursday, 9 a.m., set your calendar, set a, set a timer. You're going to want to get those tickets immediately. Okay, when we come back, Les Moonves is out at CBS and we've got the breakdown for you on mytalk1071.